Um, Fuck. We ran out of RX. What? Fuck, we ran sir, out of can RX you see bars. anything where you are? No, anything. I was just telling you we ran out of RX bars on our life. That's the craft. least of your problems. Can you see land? I'm hungry. No, I don't see land, but I'm hungry. I can't see land either. I see a seagull. I got a whole pot roast here on my lifeboat. How'd you get a pot roast? I got eight of them. I raided the kitchen before we got on the lifeboats. They that because you remember when we because okay do you remember when how we were in the uh, cafeteria for the cruise ship before we before we got on the lifeboats? Yeah, it was like ten hours ago. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so do you remember how it was pot roast night and they had the pot roast buffet out? Yeah, it was really good. Okay, do you remember how I had my duffel bag at the cafeteria with me during dinner? <laughs> yes. Okay, so now are you able to put two and two together? Were you just putting them in your duffel bag to bring back to the room later? Yeah, I was putting them in my duffel to bring back to the room, and then the the incident happened, quote unquote, and then we got on the lifeboat. Yeah, we hit an iceberg. That's what the. That's what I said. That's what I started screaming to everybody. We hit an iceberg. We hit an iceberg. I did. I started running around the cafeteria screaming. We hit an iceberg. We hit an iceberg. And then Everybody's you started like, yeah, we know. You started yelling, fire. There's a fire beneath my feet. Do you remember when you were yelling <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. And I started running really fast all around the cafeteria. <laughs> so I had to run fast enough to put the fire on my feet out. Yeah. And then it, sink pretty slow. And all like, well, yeah. I mean, because then, because then we, because I remember what I did was I kind of, I started throwing the women and children overboard because <laughs> To get them out of the burning ship. And yeah. then you said, we got to get to the lifeboats. And I said, great idea. And then we, so what we went down and did, I don't know if you remember this because of the PTSD of the incident, quote unquote. And No, yeah, it was like, again, 10 hours ago. I remember it very vividly. You started cutting the ropes to most of the lifeboats. And yes. I asked you why. To help. Because you said to, to help. help, to make the ship lighter so that yes. it would sink slower. Sink slower, even yeah. though it was already sinking pretty slow. If, uh, it didn't even feel to me like it was sinking at all. I got to be honest. I know, I know. More, it was more just like, hmm, interesting. More was, than like, ah, it was more bad. Like, yeah, it's more like that. And then you left two lifeboats, and we each got in one. And yeah. you got in yours with um, that guy Victor. Yeah. And I got in mine with uh, Natasha. Yeah. I got in mind with Victor and a uh, Costco-sized pack of RX bars. And you're they're all out? gone now. Yeah. Did Victor eat them all? No, I <laughs> mostly ate them. But here, I, to in my defense, I thought we were going to get to land earlier. And I was like, okay, I want to be like well-fed when we get to land. Because like, all, the, all like, the cops and like the media and everything are going to want to talk to me. And after that's done for hours and hours, I'm going to be pretty freaking um, hungry. Cops are going to want to thank you for being a hero. Exactly. You yeah. think anybody else made it besides the four of us? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I had to... Because uh, the lifeboat was pretty full. I had to... Um, I had a hammer with me. Because you're... Uh, is was, Natasha still with you? Natasha, okay. Here's the thing about Natasha is, man, she was driving me up the fucking wall. Oh, yeah. Close quarters for sure. Wah, 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 wah. 
Where's my baby? Where's, Where's my, my husband? That's what she kept saying. Yeah. That's Where's annoying. my baby? You killed my you- baby. She, she kept saying So she that. jumped off the boat, I'm assuming. She yeah. just like jumped off the life raft. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. I gave her a boost. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're going to jump off? Okay, here, <laughs> yeah. let me help you. That's what I said. Here, let me do you a little favor, ma'am. The thing is, it feels honestly like when I think back to the incident, it feels like it was a different person. Yeah. I don't even, I'm, I'm like outside my body watching it. Yeah. I definitely feel a little bit more like an animal or something, you know? Your, in, your primal instincts kick in. Yeah. When you're in that kind of a fight or flight situation. Yeah, for sure. I can still see the ship, by the way. What? Yeah. It's way... I think that I'm going in circles. So it's not all the way under? I think the current is going in circles. No, it's not all the way under. Just capsized or something. It looks pretty normal. Wait, it didn't sink? I can't tell. It looks pretty normal. Did we jump off a ship that wasn't sinking? Somebody keeps shooting flares up over it. Okay. I don't know what that means. Might just be fireworks. Oh, it was firework night. Shit. Dude, do we screw up? Do they have icebergs in Aruba? You know, now that I'm thinking about it, You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down! Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Hello, Hero Heads, and welcome to the ultimate season finale of Chicago Heroes' official recap podcast, Please Save Me. My name is Ben Flores. I'm one of the official hosts for the show. And I'm Sarah Black, the other official host for the show. Uh, Sarah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level with you here. Yeah. Uh, I, despite everything that we've been through in the last 10, 12 hours or so, uh, mm-hmm. In terms of both of us falling off the cruise ship and kind of falling into a life raft, into the lifeboats and cutting all the other ones loose and everything, and sailing through the South Pacific or wherever we are, uh, I just cannot, I just can't help but think we are so lucky to have, we're so lucky. Yeah, I agree. We, yeah, this could have gone a bunch of different ways. And while I don't love the situation we're both in now, I, I, I'm glad it's not worse. And I'm glad, well, you know, I'm glad we didn't miss the episode this week. It would have been, it would have been terrible. I mean, exactly. I'm so, I feel so blessed. You know, we actually got to see one of the best episodes of television ever to air on TV. If not the best. If not the best. Probably the best. Before the incident happened. Yeah. And, And the only reason that, I'm not sure whether this is the best episode or not is it's possible that they've aired another episode of Chicago heroes television's number one show within on... the past 10 to 12 hours. Exactly. So if they'd done that, yeah. then they might've topped then we themselves. Don't know. 
Yeah, and they probably would have. But it's, And they might have aired it. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Because sometimes they wait years to air the next season of this show. Yeah. And other times... Uh, they wait moments. They wait moments. Like when you... Mere moments. Like if you're reading a book and they and you get to the end of the book. Do you ever read a book? Never happened for me. Okay, well, imagine this. Did you ever read a book and you get to... You're like, mm. it's a book you really like. And you're like, ooh, I, you, you kind of look at how much is left in the book. You're like, ooh, I got quite a bit left. Yeah. And then you get to like 30 pages from the end. And the book ends mm-hmm. because they've included like a preview chapter of a different book. Oh, of book. like the next book. The or next the, book. Yeah, same author, different book. Yeah. I only read that part of a book if I ever get one. I don't read the actual book itself. I just read like whatever the last 30 pages preview are. Or like the acknowledgments. It's like eating the, uh, it's like eating just the top of the muffin. The best part. They should just make that. They should just make that. And see, now now that's an idea. They Uh, should just make the top of the muffin. That's an idea that would make money. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, We could hold them up to each other and say, top of the muffin to you. Yeah. I call it my muffin top. I don't get it. And isn't that interesting? A muffin top is, um, have it's like um the part of your like love handles um that like love handles what's that a frozen yogurt shop (laughs) and explain that to me okay well uh uh okay well i love frozen explain why that would be yeah (laughs) i love frozen yogurt first of all and that's what made me think of it was the love part and then yeah handles so the handle is you you grab when you're serving yourself the froyo at the frozen oh, so this place, is like it's a, a handle place. that you pull down. And it yeah, gets the because you ever hear it makes sense. No, it makes sense. Love handles a yogurt shop. So you'd have these two things would be next to each other in the mini mall. It'd be a, yeah my muffin be, top my muffin top my muffin top <laughs> and love handles. <laughs> And so Dude, if we if ever get back a, to uh, land, we're going to be able to make yeah, a Yeah, we're mint. doing that. I'm, and yeah. I'm not talking about a frozen yogurt flavor. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good thing frozen yogurt and muffin tops are like incredibly like popular in culture right now. Synergistic. Yeah. Last Imagine I remember, nice, they were very warm, popular. Sorry, you say yeah. your thing. What were you saying? Imagine a nice warm muffin top um, covered in frozen yogurt. Okay, now imagine this. You put another okay. nice warm muffin top on top of that, and now you've got to make it a little sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Moons Dude, over my I am so hungry. <laughs> Moons over my Sammy. That's good. And that's what we could call the third store that goes between our two stores. Yeah, you got Moons over my Sammy. <laughs> love handles, and you got <laughs> my muffin top, and then in the middle you got Moons over my Sammy, and it just makes. A combo of the two. It makes a combo of the two. And you got to bring your own. So you go get your own muffin top, and it's slice your own muffin tops, right? So they, you have to buy. So at my muffin top, what they do is you buy a muffin, and you yeah. rent a knife. Yeah. And you slice the muffin top off the muffin yourself using your rented knife. Yes, and then you bring it, and then you go to the Love Handles, and you mm-hmm. get your preferred flavor of frozen yogurt. And then you go into Moons Over My Sam, Sammy, and you pay an entry fee, and yeah. you can kind of just assemble it there. They've got like workstations set up. Stand, yeah, exactly. They got 
<laughs> open office concept. Stand- iPads everywhere. iPads everywhere. And the iPad is a work surface. Or actually, yeah, iP- exactly. It's a work surface, and it shows you where place to put top here. <laughs> place them on tops on. And then it says to you out loud in like a British woman's voice, place top here. Now spread your frozen yogurt, yogurt. on the muffin top. So it's be kind of like that. Now place the other muffin top on top the, the frozen yogurt. So it'd be kind of like that. And the, the point and you of- could pay like $15 to do that. About 15 bucks to do that. God damn America! Stuff's too expensive. <laughs> Shit do be expensive, though. <laughs> it really does. Work sucks. <laughs> so anyway, the point of all of this is Sarah and I got in a little incident and we're on two separate lifeboats out in the uh, ocean. Ocean. And so if her recording sounds a little bit different from my recording this week. It's just because... It's because I'm doing it better. She's doing it better. It's because the room tone of your part of the ocean is different than the room tone of my part of the ocean. So, anyway, uh, I think that it's time that we move on to getting to, you know, much ado about something here. Uh, mm-hmm. And the something that I would like to get onto is recapping the season fa- finale. Oh, please, please, please. Of Chicago Heroes. I would love to. So if you didn't watch Chicago Heroes this week, uh, that's your loss. You locks. fucked up. First of all, first of all, you fucked up. Because they show it on TV pretty much 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and don't go back listening to the other episodes of the podcast to see if that's different. Where we say I... the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Because uh, so, it changed. So last week we ended up on a cliffhanger, Sarah. Yes, we did. And I was pretty much crying the entire week, just trying to pray and pray for um, the outcome that I wanted. Ruin my fucking cruise. Yeah. I can't believe we bought tickets to the cruise for that this exact like time period. Oh, my God. Everybody else was so happy. You were just walking through the cafeteria going, I'm so sad. I'm so fucked up. Yeah, and I just kept yelling at people. You know this. I just kept I yelling remember. at people. Like, do you, any of you fuckers give a shit about what's going on? Mayor Lisa Kudrow could be dead. Like, she just got shot, and none of you are acting like you've even <laughs> heard of her or give a fucking shit. Like, why are you all, like, going to the pool or, like, going to group exercise or seeing the improv troupe when, like, this is happening people i remember when we went to the uh improv show and and somebody asked for a suggestion <laughs> i do remember they asked for a suggestion you shouted out they said can i get Mary a lisa kudrow is probably dead that's what you said yeah and they said i was and then you yelled dildo i did yeah which didn't even make sense because they said that they wanted no. a, a name yeah and they pushed me on it they said uh the guy he made me feel like an idiot he goes, uh, yeah. okay, I heard dildo. Uh, okay, like that's a, that's a name that we've all heard of. And I was like, yeah, what it, if it is. is. What if it is? Yeah. What if the guy's Swedish? Yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dildo Fjord. <laughs> dildo, what if the guy's name is Dildo Fjord? 
Come on. Hello, my name is Adidas of Fjord, a popcorn. That's right. So that's that character, Dildo Fjord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're auditioning for JFL with that, right? Don't use... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Junior Football League. That's what I was... Yeah. Yeah. Jerry's famous Laugh Club. And Laugh Club is one word. Yeah, and that's Jerry, uh, Jerry Feinfeld. Jerry Feinfeld. So anyway... Um, it was a great episode. So we left on a cliffhanger last week where Mary Lisa Kudrow was, um, shots fired at one of her, she was a Mary Lisa Kudrow. She's the mayor. She's running for president. It's the, it's the culmination of everything. This is everything that she's been working for. She's doing exactly. her final rally, her big get out the vote rally three days mm-hmm. before the election. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and a bunch of people are there because, well, our heroes paid them to be there. Yeah. Right at the end. Wham! Bam! Bam! bam Thank bam, you, ma'am. Bam, bam. Shots fired. Yeah, right at our mayor. And so the last thing we see and hear is like gunshot, gunshot, and then we see a Secret Service agent dive in front of her to try to stop the bullet. Right. Well, that's what we open on this week. It's almost right up to the second they start it at the same point. And uh, I don't remember if we actually said to our listeners last week who the Secret Service agent was. Um, mm. I can't remember if we said I don't know. who the actor was that was playing them. Yeah. It was... Um, I know that Justin Timberlake was in the last episode. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was he, yeah. The, was he the Secret Service agent? I don't think so. Okay. Um... Well, it could have... Oh, no, he was at the fundraiser in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. And the reason that I was, um, I was confused <laughs> is that it was... Uh, Nick Carter was playing the Secret Service agent. Oh. It's from Backstreet Boys. Yeah. So and you're I, not a real boy band fan because you got those two mixed up. Yeah. I, well, and... Um, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I... Uh, I, I actually thought it was Nick Carter. I didn't get him mixed up. I um, remembered, <laughs> I remembered that it was Nick Carter, but then I thought my memory was playing tricks on me because obviously we've been on the Backstreet Boys cruise all week. With you know Nick me Carter. And, yeah, me and you have been on the Backstreet Boys cruise all week. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, well, maybe he wasn't in the show last week. Maybe I just invented that memory because we've been looking yeah. at him all all week. Well, and what's made it even more confusing is that Backstreet Boys on this cruise have been playing a ton of in sync covers. <laughs> Almost entirely in so, sync covers. Yeah. Yeah, like not really any of their own stuff. So, I get it. And I'm sorry for acting like it was weird that you didn't know. I saw I'm kind of having the same thing. I saw Aaron when we were on the cruise, you know? Yeah, um, he said because he was having a party. Yeah, he was Aaron's having, party. He's having Aaron's party. And I, uh, I brought my gun to it. <laughs> I you brought your my gun. I brought my gun and I okay. was yeah. able to follow him in the bathroom and I kinda like shoved him up against the stall and I said, Motherfucker, when are you gonna play? I want it that way. And he was like, That's not my song. Yeah. And then and then you put the gun in his mouth <laughs> and, and he said, Whose song is it now, bitch? <laughs> 
Yeah. That was one of the and things then, I said. Yeah. And then you pulled the gun back out and you go, okay, then just do how I beat Shaq. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then he did how I beat Shaq. He, and you were like, okay, thank you. Yeah. And then you walked away. Yeah. And he said, he said, uh, as I was walking out the door, he goes, you get one, man. Everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> he honestly seemed kind of, kind of traumatized from everybody on the cruise. Having pump. a gun in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Was it worth it? Uh, I don't know. Let me flip it and reverse it. So anyway. Um, so yeah, we open on um, Nick Carter yeah. diving in front of Marilisa Kudrow as a bullet flies through his, straight toward her. Yeah, yeah. Through his neck. <laughs> yeah. And so... And so then we see her go down. The eagle has gone down. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing um, that Nick Carter screams through his... Um, the throat hole that got made by the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. He screams it out of the throat hole. <laughs> the gun, yeah. The gun made That's the, right. Because there's a big, wide bullet. It's a big throat hole. Yeah. So it kind of made like another mouth. <laughs> it was kind of like um, his neck moved like a big mouth bass. <laughs> big mouth? Oh belly mouth? Yeah. Billy mouth? Is it billy mouth? Big mouth billy bass. Oh, big, big mouth, mouth billy bass. Billy bass. Lance Bass. And so this is why we kind of get confused on these things is it's just, um, it's really a word soup over here uh, with the, all the kinds of media that Sarah and I are consuming to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he says that the eagle's down and then... Through his throat hole. Yeah. And let me just flag something here. Did, you, did a bunch of sound just come through my mic? Of my dog no. whining. Oh, okay. Let me flag this, though, as like 36 minutes here. Should I stop recording? No, no, no. You're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so he goes like, the eagle's down, the eagle's fallen, and then he succumbs to his injuries. And, and dies. Dies. Straight up dies. Straight up, yeah. Yeah, uh, straight up just... Bleh. People flee. Yeah. Right? People, well, yeah, of course. Wouldn't you? Yeah. The crowd scatters. Oh, yeah. I well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd just shoot all the bad guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, explain to me how you're going to do that. When, uh, explain to me how you're going to find a sniper. Um, I already have one. Okay. Not a sniper rifle. How are you going to find the sniper? Oh, the guy who's doing it? Yeah. Could be a girl. Oh, that was just like um, the royal guy. Sexism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sexist against men to think that they're the only ones doing shootings. <laughs> um, I would find them probably with my binoculars that I have just and say- just do a, do a quick sweep around the crowd and find them pretty easy. Did you say you'd find them with your binoculars? No, but I do love the idea of bedonculars. Okay, so anyway... And what would a bedoncular be? It's a... It's like a... It's like a telescope that you can use to scan the horizon for bedonkadonks. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that... Um, here, I'm going to show you with my hands. Um, yep. 
but you can't see me because we're miles apart in the ocean. <laughs> um, but like, you know how like... I'm pretending you... I'm seeing your hands. I actually have a telescope yeah. with me. So, <laughs> so you know how when you Natasha was an binoculars. astronomer. Oh. Yeah. Did she discover any like stars or shit? I don't know. Maybe she'll find some starfish at the bottom of the ocean where I dropped her. Anyway, so... <laughs> So when you do monoculars, they can kind of like come together and apart. And that's kind of like ass cheeks clapping together. Like that. And that's a bedonkular to me. I love that. So you would find them yeah. with bedonculars and then just with pick my... them off. <laughs> yeah, well, big time. No, nobody manages to do that in this scene. All the people. Yeah, because s- I wasn't there. Exactly. All the, all the fans of Mary Lisa Kudrow that had been paid to be there, they scatter like cockroaches. and Yeah, freaking out. They all then kind of there's a bottleneck trying to get out of the rally because they're all trying to get their phones mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, because they zipped them up into those things that like at a comedy show or at like a, some concerts and stuff yeah. to keep you from recording. Like um, especially like disgraced comedians like will often make you do that so that nobody complains about them online later. Exactly. Um, so everybody's trying to like kind of line up at that table and get them back from the guy. <laughs> and that kind of took a while i mean they were really honestly fish in a barrel at that point so i think that the the sniper probably didn't want to do any more damage right like he yeah this was his his mark this was a targeted assassination yeah well exactly he hit his mark he hit at least both probably both of his marks because he took out nick carter really hard Mm -hmm. and then the bullet went through nick carter and once we kind of the camera kind of pans up over the or or flies or whatever over the scattering cockroaches and it goes back up to the stage and we see that Marilyn Sakutro has been hit and she is bleeding profusely um from her to me honestly head head her heart it it looked a little bit to me like what had probably happened is that she she ducked down by bending over to get out of the <laughs> path of the bullet and so she got her head in front of her heart. And so the bullet went yeah, through her. <laughs> the back of her head into her chest. So, yeah, exactly. Well, the back and the yeah. front of her head. Because it went through the back, through yeah. out, out through her. In the back of her head, out oh. through the front of her head, and then into her heart. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, kind of sucks. Really bad. So they basically kind of the main three places you wouldn't want a bullet to go through. <laughs> it's really, it's really no good. And that's pretty much what Rachel is saying in the ambulance this on the way there. This is no good. So Rachel played by Jennifer Aniston. She's got Mary Lisa Kudrow in the ambulance and she's honestly, and what is she, what else does she got? She's given, what does she have? Oh, well, okay. So it's Jennifer Aniston, honestly. And I've just kind of forgotten even that it's not just her at this point. She's Joe Pesci is playing her head. So she's got her Joe Pesci basically plays her head. And, <laughs> and not just Joe Pesci's head, like Joe Pesci's entire body. Is, body uh, plays yeah, her head. Like, so yeah, so Jennifer Aniston kind of has her head up Joe Pesci's ass and then Joe Pesci's entire naked body kind of held together like a turkey would be. Um that's her head. We don't know how they pull it sense. off. But they do it every week. Practically. Yeah. Well, it's a practical effect for sure. <laughs> and she's basically giving CPR or like whatever you want to call it, 
to Major Lisa Kudrow on the ambulance. I mean, it's like, you know, in like a, sh a show or a movie when like someone starts to get frustrated with the CPR, you know, and they start just kind yeah. of like slamming their fist down on the... Yeah, and it's like, that's not helping. It didn't seem to be helping. Um, no, and everybody kind of was like, hey, stop, you're hurt. I think you're doing more damage. Yeah. And, and then she did like the... She goes, can somebody hand me like the... Um, like the uh, paddle... You know the paddle thing, <laughs> and so yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, the paddles." And she's like, "Yeah." The and then paddles. she grabs those, and then she rubs them together, and kind of shocks the shit out of her. Yeah, uh, nothing happens. It's like, Wah! and um, down they, with the sickness for sure. Pretty much when the ambulance gets to the hospital, they pronounce her dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. Um, and it's, uh, really like the show, you know, I was kind of for the whole first like 15 minutes of it, like, is she going to live? Is she going to, she's got to live. Right. I'm like, she's got to, right. she's one like of the stars of the show. And I kept saying that and we kept saying that, I mean, we were all watching this in the cafeteria of the cruise ship. We yeah. all kept yelling, like, she has to live. Like, what is mm -hmm. the show going to do without her? She's been kind of the show's driving force this entire season. And but we've also seen characters die before. We we have seen it, but usually they kill off day players. They kill off extras. They kill off one of the Sprouse twins. Cameos, you know. Yeah. And so this is honestly a really big blow. Um, yeah. So do you think? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I gotta, I gotta say, it seems like. Um, well, I mean, we do know what they were doing here, and we find out later. But at the time, though, I was honestly, it was the the lowest my opinion has ever been of this show because I was like, I cannot I believe you killed her off. I know, and we all know that because you went to the projector guy and you're like, stop, just stop playing the show. Right. Like it's over. Just stop playing the show. And then you sort of like beat him up a little bit, mm -hmm. and he was like, I think I should just you know, like. You know, we don't really have any other activities on the boat right now. So yeah, kind of show must go on kind of thing. Yeah. There's like 500 people yeah. in that cafeteria. Um, yeah. The, or like 2000 or whatever, how many is on a cruise and I'll never know the, the, um, <laughs> honestly, you were yeah. freaking so pissed and true. I was freaking pissed. And, and so was the world. So in, in the Chicago heroes, in the episode, <laughs> We basically then go out and we kind of see, well, how, you know, how does the world respond to one of the presidential front runners? I mean, she's at least in like sixth or seventh place in the presidential race. How does yeah. one of the presidential front runners, when she dies, how does people respond to that? And they're responding by sharing on social media the video of her getting shot and saying, it's so sad. I, you know, another yeah. light, another light that God has snuffed out too soon. Right. Um, I guess like, that God needed another, see, you say your angel. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we didn't always see eye to eye, but I had a lot of respect for her. Um, that was one of her of opponents say, in the in the election. Yeah. And then yeah. a lot of people saying, don't be mean. You can't only be nice to dead people. Like, even if they did awful things, you can only be nice to them. I know I saw on um, Facebook, someone had said sort of like, some criticism of, and what I mean by when I saw it on Facebook was in the show, they showed a scene of it. Um, 
They should have seen along with, all these other, along with these other social posts and things like that. It was kind of a mixed media, multimedia episode. They kind of zoomed in on like, you know, on social, like someone being like critical of some of Mayor Lisa Kudrow's policies, you know, Um, putting, um, putting a big net over Mexico. (laughs) You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, Well, something we saw, which was like trying to knock down an entire neighborhood. Right. So that kind of thing. And someone else goes, you can't be mean, like you said, you can't be mean about the dead people. And the bike who posted it, he goes, okay, what about Adolf Hitler? And then the guy yeah. was replied, yeah, even Adolf Hitler. Yeah, he had a family and somebody in his life loved him. People loved him. Um, yeah. What's that song? Do you think you would have liked Hitler if you guys were alive at the same time? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I like to think that I can see a little good in everyone, but even Hitler, not Hitler. No. Oh. Uh, what about this? You say, uh, uh, should have stayed in art school. <laughs> then you'd like him. Yeah. Cause I know that I was probably a better artist than him. And so anyway, the point is, <laughs> is that um, people are grieving, and we see how everyone else is grieving, then we see how the heroes are grieving. Yes. So this was actually, for a season finale, it was kind of a wistful tone that this struck, got struck here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, the first person we see kind of grieving and going through those stages is Cop Monica, played by Courtney Copps. Yes. Um, so, you know, she she just gets to work. Like, she just really throws her entire self into her work and she honestly triples her quota in one day. So she is like locking people up left and right, giving out tickets, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's doing it at whatever the cost, like she'll plant evidence. She will, um, you know, pretend somebody had a gun when they didn't. And she'll, um, say that she was afraid of these people. And when the body cam footage shows that she, was actually sort of being very scary to them. And anyway, we saw the scene of her like pulling over this, you know, like this, like pretty nice suburban dad with his kids and the minivan, you know, Mm -hmm. and she like pretty much makes him get out of the car. And then she finds in the car, quote unquote finds, we saw her put it there. We saw her put it in the car. She um, finds an anarchist cookbook and 16 bags of fertilizer in there. Yeah, uh, okay. And tells him that he's going to like pretty much go away to Abu Ghraib for about 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was crying. Um, crying. Yeah. Which is a pretty time. pathetic way to get arrested in front of your kids, if you ask me. But um, Monica doesn't have any sympathy for it because she's honestly, you know, he goes, this this guy, this dad, played by uh, Michael Stuhlberg, he yeah. says to her, he goes, why are you doing this to me? And she says, oh, it's what Mayor Lisa Kudrow would have wanted. Bam, 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 bam. So then and we he cut. he kind of doesn't get it or understand. No, he doesn't. No. But she, no. she uses her nightstick to make him understand that one. She writes it on there and shows it to him. By hitting yeah. him with it. Yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. 
And then she shows it to the kid and says, "This is this could be you." Okay. Yeah, they say, um, "Okay, you're right." Okay, she goes, do "She goes, drive on home now." And they go, "I'm widow. I'm, I don't have a license. <laughs> I'm a tiny widow kid. I'm only eight years old." She makes him drive anyway. And yeah, they he's pretty, good at it. He is really good at it. If you know, if he was trying to drive into a ravine, then he's really good at driving. So anyway, yeah. um, pretty much so what happens one, after that is we cut to Rachel. Yeah, and Rachel, we see her um, getting wheeled into um, a, a surgery room. Surgery um, center. Discount surgery. <laughs> yeah, and she <laughs> she is getting her face fixed. So we know that she did a face swap that sort of went awry, and she ended up with Joe Pesci. <laughs> Yeah. entire body as her face and she says to herself Mayor Lisa Kudrow was always telling me okay if that's your face if that's what you like having as your face and it always seemed like maybe she didn't and I'm I'm gonna fix it for her yeah and so she gets that fixed um we see like the we see this transformation happen um and she walks out of this strip mall in um like uh, this strip mall, I guess, discount surgery place. Honestly, looking brand new, looking fresh as hell. Yeah, looking just like Jennifer Aniston, we've kind of always known. Yeah, but like, but like, um, covered in stitches and yeah. like kind of red and bloody, but like Jennifer Aniston version of that. Did you notice that it looked like maybe they gave her left eye where her right eye should be and her right eye where her left eye should be? Well, yeah, because her eyes kept pointing in completely opposite directions. She was wall-eyed. <laughs> yeah, so you did notice it. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. I was saying that to you. I kept saying, look, she's wall-eyed like a freaking fish. <laughs> yeah. You said she, <laughs> she do look like a fish doe. Yeah. So then we cut to, and oh, I mean, I guess the thing is. I wonder um, if she smells like a fish, you know? That, that's what you were saying. And yeah, I was and like, then okay, I was like looking I at all the people it. in the room like, wonder if she smells like a fish. And everybody's kind of like, okay. And I was shut like. Shut up. <laughs> I won't shut up. And um, she, a little kid came up to her and um, the kid noticed that she was wall-eyed or whatever. And he said to, in the, in the episode, and he goes, hey, miss, hey, Mrs., why you look like that? And she goes, well. It's what Mary Lisa Kudrow would have wanted. Bam, 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 bam. So then, then we actually on, cut. Yeah, we actually cut. <laughs> to, uh, we cut to a piles and piles of trash and filth ice cream cartons boxes of of powder bags of powdered milk bags of powdered ice cream bags of drugs drugs we see pills and pustules and poppers potions yes and the pustules are from using the drugs and too many times in the same place and everything yes and, and where he's are doing we? poppers who? as we like who? open on him. Who? Oh, Chandler. That's who. Yeah, pull, played by we, Matthew Perry. We pull back and we see Matthew Perry at the worst we've ever seen him look. Yeah. Disgusting. Sweaty. Looks like he's gray. about put on maybe, he's maybe three, he's maybe walking, he's maybe 350. 
and but also looks very very somehow he looks simultaneously like he weighs 350 pounds and is um so thin that he's on death's door i don't know how they pulled it off but he looks like he's skin and bones but 350 pounds Yes, he does not look good. If that's <laughs> doesn't look good, an, an indication. Doesn't look good. And lost most of his hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little cue ball going, and he and a little eight ball going. Yes, and yeah, he's it's more like a yeah, sixty-four he's... ball. <laughs> what would that be? <laughs> what would that be? Yeah, what would that be? Okay, well, it's um. Where you do eight ball, but where you're playing also your Nintendo 64. No, because that would be eight times 64, which is even more. So 640 minus 128, 540, 520, 512. So that would be actually a 512 ball. So he was. And that's what I'm doing right now doing, in, in the life raft. He was doing an eight ball. And then also use looking at a magic eight ball. That's what a 64 ball is. It's really boring. Oh. <laughs> boring. <laughs> it's really boring. And he kept shaking that magic eight ball and saying, will Mary Lisa Kudrow come back to life? And it kept telling him no. Yeah. Except for one time it told him, uh, smoke weed every day. <laughs> and he goes, I already am magic eight ball. I already am. So he's see his dealer. And he jacked off. <laughs> yeah, and the whole time his dealer was watching from the doorway, and his dealer was played by um, the guy that plays Badger on Breaking Bad, and uh, uh-huh. and <laughs> the character's name I guess was Badger because Chandler says to him, "Hey, after he finishes jacking off, he says, hey, Badger, do you want to come in here and sell me some more drugs or what?'" And Badger goes like, like, I'm not going to sell you drugs, man. And Chandler goes, you actually have to. It's the law. And Badger goes like... And I'm like, a lawyer. Yeah. And Badger goes like, um, I don't really think that that's the law. Chandler's like, well, if it's not the law... One of us has a law degree. Yeah, and he shows him. Yeah. And, and then he rips it up and uses it to snort cocaine. Exactly. Um, yeah. And finally, Badger agrees to sell Chandler some more drugs and some more food if Chandler tells him why, and he gives a reason. Tells him, like, why he wants it. Yeah. Yeah, he says... Um, And he says... It's what Mary Lisa Kudrow would have wanted. Bam! 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 And so then we actually cut... Yeah, we actually do cut to... um, one of my favorite heroes, personally. Oh, really? I love this guy. I think he's so great. Uh, I mean, he, I do too, but it's only because I want to smooch him so bad. Yeah. Uh, I want to... You might want to be with him. I want to be him. <laughs> Classic guy stuff. Yeah. This is uh, television's Matt LeBlanc. And <laughs> he's playing the the firefighter, which is, in my opinion, one of the indispensable heroes yeah that's true if you're building a group of heroes you gotta have a firefighter yeah could have used him when my feet were on fire on the boat a little bit earlier oh boy we could have used him on that boat he probably would have said same could use him for a couple other things on the boat too that's right like you could go down on me kind of that stuff 
Joey is going for a little bit of a shopping spree. Um, oh, a little bit. We open up on a Saab dealer, and <laughs> he's buying a Saab convertible. Convertible. Yeah, it's actually a hardtop Saab, but he's also, then right after that, he goes to the chainsaw dealer. Yep, he chops it right off. Cuts the top off of it. And that's kind of like something else we were talking about. It's a little bit crafty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a muffin top. And maybe that's where we got the idea subconsciously. Because Chicago (sighs) Heroes has pretty much come up with every good idea that's ever could be come up with. Yeah. Well, and as he was doing it, he was saying... This is like when I worked out so hard on my, uh, I cut off all my love handles. He did. Oh God, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of weird line of dialogue, but it stuck with me. It makes so much freaking sense now. I agree. He goes to the saw, he gets that car and then he drives the car to like the, um, the, so the suit store, right? He goes to um uh-huh. he goes it's to a really nice suit. Yeah. Goes to the Armani store. Uh-huh. And the Armani suit store. The Armani suit store down on Chicago Boulevard. And he mm-hmm. walks in there and he actually makes it rain as he walks in. Yeah. And everybody's kinda like, Don't do we don't do that here. And he goes This is like a nice place. He walks up to a really nice suit, you know? And he uh-huh. goes how you doing? <laughs> and then a, a clerk or like a salesperson is sort of like, hey, do you want to try that on? And he goes, no, I'll just take it. And the guy goes, sir, that's for display only. It's on a mannequin. And it's um, and he goes, no, I'll just take it. Uh, and, and he walks out with the he mannequin. Walks out wearing, he goes, I'll wear it out. Yeah. Um, so he's wearing the suit and carrying the mannequin. Exactly. I thought it was funny how he was carrying the mannequin. He had the mannequin's uh, legs around him, and he was holding it out in front of him like he's banging it from behind. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was funny. Yeah, that was really (laughs) funny. Wait, wait, he had it with his, wait, his legs around him. The mannequin's legs were, you remember, because you saw the show. Yeah. Uh, The mannequin's legs was wrapped around Joey's ass. Okay, the mannequin was facing... The mannequin was horizontal, facing the ground. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Legs were wrapped around Joey's ass, and Joey mm-hmm. was holding the mannequin up by its hat. He even bought a hat at the Armani <laughs> store and put it on the mannequin because it doesn't have hair. And mm-hmm. of course <laughs> he was, not. So he's holding on to the hat like he's... Um, and so it looked like he was banging the mannequin from behind. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah, I got horny. Okay. So... And I turned to everybody in the cafeteria and I go, oh, to be that mannequin. You did. You did. And the mom, the moms were hiding their children's eyes and everything. And And I, when we were just laughing up a storm and I was also horny, I was uncovering the kids' eyes. I was like, you need to see this. (laughs) This is kind of like the main joke of the whole episode. How the world works too. Yeah. And, um, how babies are made. Joey takes, Time to grow up, little kid. Time to grow up, Johnny, and learn a little bit about the birds and the bees. This is how a baby's made. It doesn't just come from the stork. Do you understand the words that are coming?
So yeah, the par- parents didn't super love that you were doing that. No, so he took the mannequin to the hot tub store. <laughs> Grabbed a hot tub. Yeah, he well okay we twelve yeah, people. Yeah, he puts it on a um. We actually didn't say this, but he actually bought two sobs, and so he took the second one and he towed it behind the first one and he pretty much mm-hmm. just put the hot tub on top of that one like it was a trailer right and it crushed the car made it unusable <laughs> yeah um and he took that back to the hero house yep hooked it up yep and then Fo- went on it- tinder and just like swiped and swiped and swiped until he could invite 11 women over and yeah. they got 11 women in there and this is around the same time Monica was coming home from her shift after locking up so many people and feeling like really good about her job. And she sees Joey there with all these women in the hot tub. And she goes, Joey, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. This is disgusting. Like, why did you buy the car out in the front yard? And why is there an Armani suit just kind of um, soaking in the hot tub? Yeah. (laughs) Like why? And he goes, well, it's what Mary Lisa Kudrow would have wanted. That's right. Bam, 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 bam. And then we actually cut to a hero that a lot of people forget exists. Um, Because he's mostly not a hero. He's mostly not. I mean, he's a really shitty kind of guy who you really wouldn't want to spend any time with. No, everybody seems to hate him and he's... Provides almost nothing to the plot or anything, but his, his name's Ross and he's played by David Swimmer and he is down in Guantanamo Bay and he's been in Guantanamo Bay for a while now. He got locked up down there pretty early on in the season. Um, That's right. On some trumped up charges that he honestly, if we're, okay, if we're being honest, he's not guilty of. No, but he deserved to be there anyway. But he deserves it so much. Yeah. Um, Hopefully he learned a thing or two. Yeah, we cut down and his guard actually unlocks his cell and says, you're free to go. And Ross is like, Abba? Abba? A what? And he goes, you gotta be kidding me. He swims all the way back to the United States. Well, why did he get out of jail? Do you remember what the guard told him? Uh, yeah, the guard gave him a... Um, the guard told him... Because uh, Ross goes like, are you sure? Like, the guard's like, the, the cell's open. You know, he's like free mm-hmm. to walk out, and he doesn't go because he's such a, like, kind of pathetic little... Worm. Worm. That he says to the guard, are you sure that this is legal? And the guard goes, yeah, buddy, it's the law. And he throws the book at him. And... David Swimmer opens the book and it explains in there that when the person who got you locked up in Guantanamo Bay dies, that you get out of Guantanamo Bay. Because they have no power over you anymore. Because it's like, and it basically explains that it's like a magic spell. Yeah. So So that's how he gets out. That's how he gets out. He goes back to Chicago and he starts this like actually really good nonprofit that helps underprivileged youth. Um, they basically like help, um, you know, housing unstable youth uh, with um, social services and uh, mentoring and kind of just basically giving them a hand up. Um, 
and it actually is doing really good work and everything, you know? Um, yeah, and, I mean, yeah. I, it's like the one good thing he's ever done. Yeah, it seemed like really good to me. Um, all the other heroes pretty much come by and make fun of it and... They're like, okay, loser, we used all the money left over from buying people to go to the rally to like do cool stuff, and you did this sort of stupid shit that we all weak, hate. Weak, weak thing. And he goes, yeah, well, yeah. it's what Mary Lisa Kudrow would have wanted. And they, yeah. are all, they all go like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you even yeah. know her? Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? She didn't even fucking like you. She didn't even want you to do shit. She wanted you to stay locked up forever. She wanted you to take a long walk off a short dock. Yeah. Get get out of there. And he goes, I did. I Into the ocean and I swam back here. And they're like, oh, can it? And then he said a, a couple some bad words at him that I wouldn't want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I... Otherwise, I'd have to clean your mouth out with salt water. So, so I was kind of at this point, kind of like the sad music started playing, and I was like, oh, so I guess the season's over. That's kind of sad. Yeah, and um, kind of like a downer note to go out on. Yeah, but then there's actually one more scene or two or three. Yeah, just a couple more hours of the show that we didn't realize were about to happen. So we wake up, you know, the next day after a couple days of this morning happening, and we wake up bright and early. Everybody kind of stretches their arms and does a big yawn and hops out of bed because it's election day, and it's time to vote for who's going to be president. And... It's the way you're making it sound is like as if people are looking forward to it, but there's still this note of oh yeah, like uh, resignation almost. Yeah, a little bit like, well, I guess I guess we'll go do this. Guess we'll go vote for the other guy. Well, and. To be fair, a lot of people didn't even want to vote for Mayor Lisa Kudrow in the first place, so maybe th- some of those folks are excited. Yeah, well, if they are, then Chicago Hears didn't show them. Cause no, cause that's right. Because it only kind of showed the ones... I mean, they showed some folks that were like, well, yeah, sure, I wasn't going to vote. They're talking to their, some other person that was on kid. the screen. And like, yeah, well, sure, I wasn't going to vote for her, but I just really think that they should have called this whole thing off. Yeah, but they didn't. And so actually, her, her Q rating has gone up because of the because she's getting a lot of love on social after being killed. Fat yeah, lot of, of good it's doing her. Yeah, now that she's freaking dead, or is she? What happens oh. next? Camera flies up over Chicago. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they get the camera to fly. Uh, I never seen a camera with the wings on it. But it, it flies up over Chicago. I believe a pig could fly before a freaking camera. Yeah. Uh, I, um, if you eat a pig in a blanket... Okay, so how would you make a pig in a blanket fly? Because that's an interesting idea. Put it in a rocket launcher. Okay. 
So that works. Pretty easy. And, okay. <laughs> Trebuchet. That works too. Kind of easy too. Yeah. Good way to do that. I don't know. Pulley system. It's more like floating. So the we get to the lake, and we 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 fly out to the middle of Chicago Lake. Yes. And a figure emerges <gasps> from the water. Oh. Heavenly figure. Oh. Ave Maria starts playing. Da 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 who emerges from the sea or the lake or whatever and starts walking toward the shore? It's Marilee Sakudro. She starts she's singing. Dead. Dead Marilee Sakudro. She's gray. She's covered in kelp. She's her, her spitting out fish. Yeah. And then she pulls an entire fish skeleton out of her mouth. Like a freaking cartoon cat. And starts to sing. Ave Maria. Okay. So she starts singing Final Countdown. And... <laughs> <laughs> and she... um. She, she she walks onto, um. She like walks all the way onto land. And yeah. this elaborate thing out at Chicago Pier, this elaborate sort of system of steps, like white glowing steps, starts. Uh-huh. Every step that she takes, another one lifts her even higher. Right. That's right. Until she's like up, looking down over Chicago. She throws both of the arm her arms in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everyone in all of Chicago and maybe With even the arms wide open under the sunlight so she's just kind of doing a medley to this place I'll show you everything with arms wide open yeah and she sort of does a medley of a couple other songs you got a friend in me from Toy Story mm-hmm under the skinnies and the skid marks, past the uh-huh. places where you want to learn, or something like that. And then you know. she does like Skinny Love by Bon Iver. And then everybody's uh, kind of like, okay, got it. Pretty much in the whole country. So Chicago's watching. And if, by this point, all of the news crews and everything are filming this. And we cut to basically yes. every house in America. It takes a really long time. And <laughs> a couple hours. Everybody's singing along and like cheering. Right until the very very end, they get a little tired of it, like you said. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they're like, okay, we get it, she's back. Yeah. And um, one of the guys turns to the other guy in one of the houses that we're in. It's two guys, and um, it's Ashton Kutcher, and it's Charlie Sheen, and (laughs) Ashton Kutcher. And there's kind of a half guy there. (laughs) He's a little half guy. Um, And Ashton Kutcher goes like, wait, why did she come out of the lake? And Charlie Sheen goes, oh, she had a Viking funeral. Yeah, they put her in a boat, shot a flaming arrow at it. I hope nobody shoots a flaming arrow at either, either of us. I hope not. I'm out of RX bars. <laughs> nothing to stop them. Nothing to stop them with. Nothing, nothing to, to shield me. Put them out with. Yeah, nothing to put them out with. Because like a brick. 
Yeah. Um, could build a house out of those. So could have built a house for me and Vincent. Fuck. Fuck. And we, we actually cut around to the... Could have had a life together. <laughs> Victor. Vincent and I could have had a... <laughs> Wait, what's her name? You don't even know his name. Victor. Okay, he just said it was Vincent. He's still in the boat with you? Yeah. He's just reading a book. You got to drop that guy overboard so you can go faster. So No, he's reading the Bible. <laughs> well, and that's interesting because it connects back to the episode. We Oh, maybe he was thinking about the episode and that's why he decided to read the Bible. Probably, because we actually cut to the National Cathedral, the Episcopal Nat- National Cathedral, and the mm-hmm. Archbishop of Canterbury is there from England. <laughs> and he says, uh, he actually proclaims Mary Lisa Kutcher to be a brand new saint. He says, yep. he says, Oh, come all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant, oh, come all ye, come all ye to Bethlehem. <laughs> and he kind of screws, screws up the words or whatever. But he goes, he goes. That was, that was the right way to do it. He goes, this is your church now, milady, my saint, and it's your my country, saint? and it's your country. Um, and so Mary Lisa Kutcher gives a short speech. Yeah. She goes, well, it's not my country yet. You, the voters of the U.S., have to decide um, who you want to lead. And is it mm, any of the six or seven old white men ahead Mm -hmm. of me in the race? Or is it me who just came back to life after being shot in the head two times and the heart, but with one bullet? And being and burning up in a fire and being buried in a lake for three days. Uh, and the people, they go to the polls and they choose. Yeah, they, to Pokemon go to the polls. Commit a land. Remember that one? Pokemon go to the polls? Yeah, remember that one? Yeah. Do you think this episode was about her? Pokemon's going to have to work on a poll if he wants to get my money. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Cash rules everything around me. Queen gets the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's exactly how many he's going to get from me. It's two. Mm-hmm. Dollar, dollar bill. Um, yep. So, anyway, the people decide to commit a landslide and Marilisa Sakucho <laughs> becomes the... F- the biggest president that this nation's ever has had. Um, yeah. Well, she's six foot five. Yeah. So she is the biggest. And finally, honestly, I was I, honestly at that point, and I know you know because we watched it together. I stood up out of my seat and I started cheering. Yeah, and I was crying even more than I was crying when she died. I was firing my gun in the air, and we were in the uh, cruise ship. Yeah, like freaking Yosemite Sam. We were in the cruise ship. Yeah, I was firing it like a Yosemite Sam. Um, the we were on the bottom floor of the cruise ship. Yeah, below deck. Did you say the blow deck? The blow deck was a different room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. Spent a lot of time in there. It's where Nick Giving Carter. Them. 
It's where Nick, exactly, that's what I was going to say. It's where Nick Carter sits, because he, because Nick Carter, so the blow deck was this room that they had on the Backstreet Boys cruise that Sarah and I went on this week. And it's basically the, the Backstreet Boys, they take shifts sitting in this kind of throne and you can pay $5 a shot to deep throat to come in and blow them. Yeah. It's five dollars. It's five dollars per um, head bob. Right? Yeah. So, so what you can I would easily do is, spend three hundred bucks. Yeah, but what I would do is get in there and just, just put it all the stay, way in and just, just sort down. of sit there. Just wait. Just sort of sit there. They had to change the rules midweek for, because of you. Because of me. <laughs> yeah, I just get it all the way in there and just sort of sit there with it and sort Work of look sucks. at them. Sort of look at them expectantly, like, "Hey, well, you can come now." They didn't. They would say, "Honestly, I saw it a few times when you said that to them." With because you would because you, you were just me, watching. Well, no, because because you made me hand them a note that said it. Because you were like, "Well, I can't talk when I'm down there," so you yeah. gave me like a note that said you can come now to hand to them. And <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of neither here nor there. The point is. That Mayor Lisa Kudrow is now the president of the United States on Chicago Heroes, and it's probably the best thing that has ever happened on the show. Or to either of us. To either of us. Even in the yeah. real world. This is my real world. This is where I live. And I wish the real world would just stop hassling me. Please don't change the channel, because season four of Please Save Me and of Chicago Heroes is going to debut soon. As soon as they oh. debut the first episode of Chicago Heroes, we're going to be here with the recap for you. Uh, right now, we have just one final post-credits scene that happens in Chicago Heroes. They rolled yes, the credits on the crucial. season. The streamers are coming down. Marilisa yes. Sakudro's she's having her... Cutting down the basketball net. Cutting down the net. Um... And kind of putting it over a model of Mexico. And the credits roll. And then we see this one more scene where we, we basically open on just this random person. Some freaking guy. Some guy. It might have been a chick. And they're watching the news. They're watching Mar the B-roll of Marilisa Kudrow kind of coming out of the lake. And then... Her cutting down the net, like this sort of just like they have a few know, different screens. Re recap up, of the like yeah, in the recap of the whole day, basically yeah. just like the news package about what happened. Right, and they're basically like puffing on a pipe or whatever, and they say to themselves, "Something seems a little fishy here. Something seems a little fishy here." And they said it even a third time. Some, something something seems, seems a little fishy here. And it was a really sloppy end to the episode, but I guess that that... It sort of set a tone, I think. Yes, that maybe they're going to take a less, kind of like a more organic type of approach to the fourth season even though they've ever done before <laughs> so it, so it actually ended and um so sarah uh that's the end of our recap of the show how are you feeling right now what 
I feel also so wet because my ass is so wet. Natasha actually, I didn't. I told you that kind of she jumped off the boat, right? Yeah, the lifeboat. Um, yeah, and I gave her a boost to to do it, and um, she had actually gotten the line had gotten kind of tied. She'd gotten her neck kind of tangled in one of the lines for the lifeboat. And oh, sucks. Like right before she jumped off. And um Man, that sucks. That's yeah. really embarrassing. And I thought that maybe she had slipped the knot, but um she or like managed to get herself out of it. Uh sure. But she's actually thank God, God bless her. Um she's actually has I guess been kind of dragging slash swimming behind the boat. And she's trying to splashing, trying to get back in. So I'm very wet. I'm soaked. I'm drenched. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm wet because the boat is sinking because I ate so many RX bars. <laughs> so my ass is just kind of like. So it made you because it made like you heavier because the RX yeah. bars. Yeah, they were so in the like boat. The, now they're in you. <laughs> yeah. So now my ass is just sort of causing it to sort of cave in. The boat. Yeah, that makes sense. So, go ahead and listeners, go ahead and draw that out as a diagram for yourselves at home. Um, and if you don't want to, um, we can draw one for you and put it up on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod. Please like and subscribe to the show uh, on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and review of five stars. And more importantly than anything else, tell a friend. Yeah, um, we couldn't do it without you and your friends. Good night, hero heads. Good night. Love you. Smells like courage.